online, on Radio Player and on 106.6 FM. This is Wickham Sound. Monday Movies on Wickham Sound 106.6 FM. Welcome to Monday Movies. It's 7 o'clock on Monday night. Uh, I'm Duncan Strip, joined by Mason, Luke and Toby. As usual, good evening, everybody. Good, good evening. evening. Lovely. Very, very nice. Now I've gone all echoey I'll again. sort it out, don't This we? happens every week. <laughs> uh, if you want to get in touch with us while we are on air, you can. You can tweet us at Wickham Sound. Uh, on Facebook, we're at Wickham Sound. Uh, you can email mondaymovies at wickhamsound.org.uk or you can call 01494 That's not helped. That's not helped at all. Or 01494 on WhatsApp. Uh, we are going to be talking Can You Ever Forgive Me no. and Green Book and Roma. Roma. Three big... Oscar contenders. I can't do that. What? A rum. You can't roll your R's, no. You can't roll your R's? Roll. No. I'm going to try that again. Please try it one more time. Roma. No, no. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. Rum. This is why I suck at different languages. Mess. Rum. Rum. Can't do it. Okay. You're just rubbing it in my face. Yeah. Well... Moving on. <laughs> Let's move on very swiftly. <laughs> uh, yeah, and Roma obviously is the biggest of the Oscar contenders. It's up for, I think it's ten awards. Is so it now? Yes, it is. And we'll see what everybody thought of Roma, Roma a little bit later on. Now, if you missed the numbers and the contact details because we were in a tin bucket at the start, <laughs> uh, it's 01494 on the phone or on WhatsApp, uh, on Twitter and on, uh, not Snapchat, what's it called? Instagram. Facebook. It's We're at Wickham Sound. Uh, You've never mentioned Instagram ever on this show. I know, but I think we should because that's okay. what the kids use, isn't it? That is very that's what true. The kids, yeah, kids yeah. aren't on Twitter. Yeah, well, yeah. I'd say Twitter. You're not a kid. <laughs> Mason, okay. Twitter or Instagram? Uh, I don't use Twitter, so uh, Instagram. There we go, you see? Points to Instagram. See, kid, the kids don't use Twitter. The kids. No, the kids. The kids. The kids in it. Facebook.com forward slash Monday Movies um, and email MondayMovies at wickhamsound.org.uk. Let us know what you've been watching in the last week. Lovely. We want to know. We do. Uh, or at least we're going to pretend to want to know. <laughs> um, <shall laughs> Why do we never get any people emailing? That's my question. <laughs> I don't know, don't. but you know me. Don't like people, no. so there we go. I'm quite happy with that. Uh, right, number 10. This oh, week. we'll do top 10. Two, 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 top 10. Let's do that. Uh, number 10 on this week uh, is BTS World Tour Love Yourself in Seoul, which is BTS meaning the band from the Korean band BTS. Mm, yeah. Which, do you know what, the, what that stands for? Yeah, I do know I did. It's Behind, behind the scenes. scenes. Yes, well yeah, done. They're called behind the scenes. <clears throat> yeah, no, they're called BTS. They're called BTS, but it stands for behind the soul. Like JLS was Jack the Lang- Lad Swing, I think it was. Was it? Yeah. I'm full of useless knowledge that you don't really need to know. I did not know that. I didn't realise how famous these guys are. Oh, they're they're massive. They're they're basically One Direction. Yes. Now. I hadn't hadn't heard of them until about... They were on Graham Norton. Two months. Yeah, they They were. were. Only the important people on Graham Norton. Yeah, only the big acts go on Graham Norton. They were on there. So they they are massive. So, yeah, so we don't know what that is. It's a... Well, it was a filmed concert. Um, A film concert and documentary, I would imagine. No, I think it's just the film concert. Just the concert? Live in Seoul. Oh, okay. So, and yeah, that did very well to get there. Yeah. There's quite a few of these we haven't seen, so this oh, is going to be a quick run-through. Uh, last week's number nine... No, it wasn't. It was brand new this week. Uh, Dog's Way Home. Uh, which I haven't seen. Dog's Way L- Home. Last yes. week's number nothing, because it's brand new at number eight, The Mule. Oh, The Dog's Way Home, by the way, is a sequel to A Dog's Purpose, which was a big hit last year. Oh, that's interesting. You know, it's about a dog that goes on a, on a quest across country to find its owner. Oh, that sounds like a... It sounds like The Incredible Journey, the Disney film. Is it got really bad animated dogs talking on it? I don't think the dogs talk. Oh, thank goodness. No, 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 no. 
Let's carry on then. The mule. What was that film where the dogs talk? Sorry, very. There's loads of films. Homeward Bound. Do they talk? Uh, yeah. But isn't it internal? Their lips don't move, do they? Uh, we'll, we'll I can't find remember. Out. I can't okay. remember. Let's ask somebody that does a film program. <laughs> um, <laughs> last week's number nothing. This week's number eight. The Mule. Uh, which is done quite well. So this is Clint Eastwood's uh, new film. He, wrote, he directed it and he stars in it as a 90-year-old man who inadvertently becomes a drug mule uh, driving across country. It's b- apparently it's based on a true story. Um, and he became a drug... Uh, he was good to be a drug mule because no-one would notice him because uh, he's 90-year-old, never breaks a speed limit, never does anything wrong. Uh, and he's been chased down by Bradley Cooper, who is the FBI agent on his tail. Uh, and it's got some nice bits in it. There's some nice Clint Eastwoody stuff in it. Um, where it falls down slightly is the sexual politics, where Clint seems to be stuck in the 1960s or 70s. So... Um, He's, they seem to think nothing about pairing him up with a couple of nubile twenty-something women for him to have, you know, relations with. Shall we say? Yes. No one, no one bats an eyelid at that, and, no. it, all, and it all just seems rather strange. So, well, there we go. But, uh, it, but it's got it's got nice bits in it. If you'd like to hear a full review of that, then head over to the Monday Movies podcast for last week. You can access access that via the Wickham Sound website, Wickham Sound. .org.uk so professional Thank you very much uh, Last week's Nothing because it's brand new at number 7 Dragon Ball Super Broly I have no idea what Bro- that is It's a TV programme Oh ok Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball Z yeah, yeah. Ball Z yeah, I'm played- guessing so It hasn't got Z on the end but I'm guessing it's the same thing Played the game when I was growing up It's a card game Duncan It's a bit like Pokemon oh. Just slightly Is that not No that's oh, Yu-Gi-Oh That's something completely yeah, different Yeah that's Yu-Gi-Oh I don't know what I'm talking about. Just <laughs> talking rubbish. Aren't yeah, you? it's an it's a. Um, I'm guessing Dragon Ball Super. It sounds manga. It is manga. Yeah, it's manga animation. It's all these characters fighting each other. Basically. Yeah, it's oh. a bit like Pokemon, but not. Okay, move on. There'll be loads of emails going. It's not all right. Well, it's doing very well though. But yeah, it's, you know, it's in 188 cinemas and it's taken nearly a million pounds. It's so it's, it's a very big game. It's a big game. Obviously. Uh, last <laughs> week's number five. This week's number six. It's the favourite. Uh, she's doing very well, twelve and a half million at the box office. Obviously, it's up for loads of Oscars as well. Actress, best uh, two best supporting actresses nominations. So it's not going to win one of those because they're going to cancel each other out. Uh, and the the big money was on Olivia Coleman to win best actress. Yes. Why are you sighing as though you don't care? I was. Uh, <laughs> was she really? I was just breathing. Sorry. Um, I okay. Exhale well, quieter. Don't. Um, <laughs> So. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the the, 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 the the smart money was on her to win Best Actress, but now... She's not the favourite anymore. She's not... No, the favourite's not the favourite. The favourite uh, now is Glenn Close. Oh, OK. Because she's won, she won the Golden Globe and she won the Screen Actors Guild Award for it, I think, for the wife. Mm. <coughs> Excuse me. And I think also she's... It's the, um, it's the pity one, because, believe it or not, she's never won an Oscar. Really? No. Mm. Glenn Close has never won an Oscar. So it's like uh, Al Pacino winning an Oscar for Scent of a Woman. Qu- you know? Quella de Vil. Does she play Quella de Vil? She did play Quella yeah. de Vil, yes. That's all I know her That's really is. Fatal Attraction? No. Nope. Jagged Edge? No. Nope. Dangerous Liaisons? No. Nope. Classic 80s films. And I do believe do there's a book <laughs> out where you can read all about those films. I haven't, I haven't seen them. I do, I do know them. Okay. I haven't seen them. Well, I suggest you get out there and watch. Fatal Attraction, yeah. you would think wouldn't age well but I watched it uh, last year okay uh, and it's aged when did it come out uh, 1980 something okay was it 80 something or it was something? 1987 1987 and it has aged incredibly well 
It is very, very good. Oh, well worth okay. watching. Right. There you go. Uh, so, yeah, so everyone's thinking now is she should have won an Oscar for that. She should have mm. probably won something for Jagged Edge. She definitely should have won for Dangerous Liaisons. Uh, and, of course, uh, ten points for t- anyone who can tell us which Marvel film is she in. Um, Glenn, Glenn Coates. Yes. Not Goog- no Googling. I'm not Googling. She is in... Why are you looking um, at the screen, then? Uh, there's nothing on there. Uh, she's in... Come on, come on. New or old Marvel film? New, a new, in the current Marvel universe, she was a character in a film. Black Panther? No. Uh, uh, hang Ant- on. Ant-Man? No. I can easily answer this one. Yep. Avengers Infinity War? No. Wow. She was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, mm. was she the lady oh, of um, that planet? Yes. yes. She's the leader of that, that planet. planet. Oh, yeah. Xanadar. Yeah. Xanadar? No, that's a group. It's Xanadu, you're thinking. That's, that's right. a song. That's a song. That's a good song. That's a great... Well, who was that? Was that Mitch Titch? No, no. that was Earth... No, it wasn't Earth. Wind, right? It was the Electric Light Orchestra <laughs> uh, with... Was... Ten points? Uh, Kate Bush. No. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia Newton-John. Oh, of course it was. There we go. Um, we done with the favourite? We've done with the favourite. Yeah, it's very good, worth watching, uh, as long as you don't mind a little bit of Rumpy Pumpy and quite a lot of effing and jeffing. And for m- another chance to hear that review, <laughs> head to the podcast. Yeah. Uh, last week's number four, this week's number five, God blimey, it's Mary Poppins Returns. Well, look, go and watch it, please, all of you, because... <laughs> okay. You, you, yeah. yeah. No, I need, no, I need to. I need to. You need to. Because oh, no, I'm saying you, I'm agreeing with you. you. Go and watch it, because otherwise... Now? You need right. Yes, yep. now. See ya. <laughs> it's fantastic. It is a life-affirming ray of sunshine that will make you feel better. That's so I'll tell you how I know it's going to make you feel better. Because you're grumpy all the time Please. and you went and watched the film and no, you feel I'm better now. I'm not grumpy all the time. Oh, I'm okay. a ray of sunshine. Now, hang on. Just before, <laughs> just before you go into it... An anecdote. The first yeah. time you watched it, you were a little bit unsure. Yeah, yeah, but there's a reason behind that and he has got scientific no, proof for that no, as well. No, that's fine. I'm just, just yeah, saying. No, we had the reason for that because I was comparing her to, me, to um, mm. Julie Andrews. Yeah. So you can't do that. I'll tell you how, how I know, shall I? Go on then. You do My that, other half wanted to go and see this. Okay. Never wants to go to the cinema. So when he said, I want to go and see it... Jumped at the chance. Yes. He it. throws radios at walls. Yeah. Doesn't, yeah. doesn't like it. <laughs> no. So we went to see it, and he's not happy in the cinema at the best of times. He doesn't like. Doesn't he? Doesn't like it. You no. Know, he finds it. Is Unco- that because you're there, though? Uncomfy, dark. I don't know, he just doesn't... <laughs> doesn't like the dark. Sitting next to Duncan. Yeah, yeah, mean, yeah to be fair. <laughs> all he's married to me, he loves the dark, <laughs> trust me. So, yeah, he just doesn't like it. So he, he just wanted to go in, watch the film that he wanted to watch. And get and, out. And get out, OK? And not have anything to disturb. Good film. What, get out? <laughs> Very good film, yeah. Uh, so we're watching the trailers. OK. <clears throat> and I've got a nice giant cup of Coke. Oh, because right, I had okay. a bad, I had a bad throat. Luckily, it wasn't tea. No, it wasn't tea. I yeah. had a, ba- I had a bad, I had a bad throat. So I thought I can't cough all the way through the film. So no, nice big thing of coke. The trailers come on, and the trailer for the Secret Life of Pets two comes on, which I think is one of the funniest trailers. It's hilarious. If you haven't it's seen the trailer, no, it's, it is it is funny. hysterical. Mm. So I'm just putting my cup because he's sitting on my right. I'm just putting my giant cup of coke back in its holder, and I lean across at the same time just to say to him. You've got to watch this trailer. It's hilarious. And as I do that, I miss the hole altogether, and a litre of coke <laughs> goes all over his trousers, and his, his seat-soaked, he-soaked. He moves to the other end of the aisle. <laughs> to the other screen. So we didn't actually watch the film together. And he came out, and he said he loved it. And if, if that didn't put him off, because yeah. no, it's in a lot of situations, he would have walked. No, mm. no, Duncan, you're, you're wrong again about that, because it's Why? not about the fact that you poured over coke and he rather enjoyed Because he wasn't sat next to you. That's why he That's enjoyed why he it. Enjoyed it. <laughs> That's okay, why he yeah. enjoyed it. Anyway, please go and see it. Okay. okay. It's fabulous. Uh, last week's number three, this week's number four, it's Stan and Ollie. 
which is doing fantastic business because yes. it's aimed at the older crowd. It's very good. It's a, it's a lovely Sunday afternoon kind of um, film. And congratulations to our And congratulations winners. to our few competition winners last oh, week. Yes. I can't remember their names. One of them was kind enough to post a picture of her lovely prizes just to prove that she got One them. One of them was called Sarah. Mm-hmm. And the other one sent us a photo. No, you should did, yeah. yeah. Well done. Uh, last week's new, or this week's <coughs> new, it's number three, it's Vice. So the story of Vice President Dick Cheney, how he came, we didn't come to power, he came to be Vice President, but basically he was the power behind George Bush's throne. It's very good, it's not as good as Adam McKay's uh, previous film, The Big Short, which was about the banking uh, crisis, uh, but it's still very entertaining and uh, it's got a very good performance by Christian Bale as Dick Cheney, unrecognisable. Good. Yeah, uh, we're powering through. Last week's number two, <laughs> this week's number two, it's the Mary Queen of Scots. Good Lord, there's a, there's a film in the top ten that uh, Toby's seen. Toby, tell us all about if it. If I had a fanfare, I would play it. It's, it's, it's good. It's, uh, it's not really, it. It, normally the, these kind of films aren't my cup of tea, but um, I think it dragged on a little bit. However, it is, it is good. The acting's really good. Uh, there is quite a lot of violence, but overall, I think the scenery was amazing. Um, the acting's really good, and uh, yeah, I'll give it uh, out of ten. Six. six, six. I think the same as last week's. So, yeah. okay. so it's kind of go and see it. Well, kind I don't of, know because yeah. you've got a lot of passion in that go and see it. I think it's more of a yeah, go and but see if it. If you're in, if you're into that kind of period drama kind of thing, go and see it. But I mean, the fact that Toby could say, "Oh yeah, I've seen this." Yeah, is an amazing. It's shocking. It's it? shocking, shocking. And, and rather good. Yes. <laughs> I tell you what's not shocking. What's that? And that's this week's number one. What's that? Still smashing the box office. <laughs> <laughs> it's glass. Oh. Uh, yeah, which is. It's grown on me. The more I think about it, I might go and watch Ooh. it again. It's grown on me, yes. You won't, uh, though. You say that. Oh, I, I do say, say that. Well, no. I saw another film. I saw a film twice this week. Uh, I'll okay. tell you about it in a minute. Okay. One of your favourites from last year. Uh, but no, Glass is good. Um, it's good. Glass is very Glass good. Glass is good. Keeps us warm. Yes. <laughs> Keeps us warm. <laughs> what kind of bed do you see? <laughs> no, because, you know, if we had no windows, then all the wind would be getting. If you had no windows at all, yeah. then you'd be even warmer. Really? Because there wouldn't be a hole. Carry on. Um, it's, it's, it's very good. It's very good. Is it double glazed? <laughs> would you would you say this film is double glazed or single glazed? I think it's triple glazed. Oh, Ooh. it's very good. No, it's, it's a donut now. But you do need to go and see. You do. <laughs> yeah. Need, you yeah. Do, shut up. <laughs> you do need to see Unbreakable to understand what is going on. No, mm. the film that I saw yesterday that I have seen before was my second viewing of Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, and I have to say, oh. as entertaining as it still is, uh, I saw it on a small screen. And the problems I have with it are kind of magnified. Oh. And I found it even more troublesome on the small on the smaller screen. Unfortunately. Ooh. Sorry about that. Wow. That's okay. There we go. That's all right. Hard to believe that it has been nominated uh, as best one of the best films of the year. Yeah, the but you weren't one of the people nominating it, so you know other people have opinions. I'm not talking about the no. I'm talking <laughs> about just the actual film. Oh, okay. The filmmaking isn't. You wouldn't look at it and think it's award-worthy, would you? Really? I mean, I personally would. I think it's because it's got... Would you? It's got a lot but of for, legacy. For what, though? Best talking film, about cinematography? That, no, it's up for best film. It's yeah, up, I'd say of, that, yeah. Really? Yeah. You're so wrong. Monday Movies on Wickham Sound 106.6 FM. Green Book, the oh. first film we will talk about this evening. Duncan, yes. tell me more about it. So, Green Book is the story of uh, Nick 
Sorry, I got on the wrong page. Um, <laughs> Professional as always, Duncan. Well Sorry. done. Hey, we'll, do, we'll edit that bit out. Duncan, uh, yeah. tell me more about Green Book. Uh, this is the story of Tony Lip, who is an uh, Italian-American bouncer-come-waiter in a uh, New York nightclub. <clears throat> he's, he's got money troubles, uh, he needs things doing to his house, and he can't afford it. And the club is closing down for three months for renovation, so he needs a job. When someone recommends he goes for an interview for a driving job uh, for somebody called Dr Don Shirley who he thinks is going to be a doctor but when he arrives at the guy's house who is ac- he actually lives in an apartment above Carnegie Hall he finds Mahersha Ali there who's Dr John Shirley who's actually a musician he's a doctor he has a doctorate in music and he's a very famous pianist who has a jazz trio and they're going to travel the country uh, playing uh, jazz music in different locations but basically in the deep south now um, Hersher Ali is obviously black this is set in the 60s for him to travel into the deep south was quite troublesome mm. <clears throat> so uh, he t- um, Tony Lip Vigo Mortensen who plays him takes the job and he has to carry a green book with him. Now, the green book is, is a real thing, and if you go online, you can find someone... Uh, one of the radio, radio stations has downloaded all the pages so you can actually read them. The green book was... Um, it listed everywhere in America where black men were allowed to stay, because obviously back in the 60s there were places that they weren't allowed yeah. to stay. They were Part of was it? That was South Africa. So, oh. Same, similar sort of thing, though, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so there was, there was an actual book which said where they could stay, what they could expect to find there. Uh, so it's... A, a, and when we first meet Tony Lip, he goes home to his, his wife. She's having her work done in the house. There's two black men who are doing the work. They finish doing the work. She gives them a glass of uh, lemonade each and he sees them drinking from the glass and when they've gone he he picks them up by the tips of his fingers and throws the glasses in the bin which is a a really extreme thing to do so so you think Mm. obviously this guy is a racist Mm. and yet after that once he gets on the road with um, Dr Shirley you don't see any of that and suddenly he's an expert in black music he's an expert in black culture because Mr Don Shirley despite being black is basically a very posh white man right okay in, inside trapped in a black body and uh, Tony Lip can't understand why he doesn't know who Aretha Franklin is why he doesn't know who Little Richard is why he doesn't eat fried chicken because he, he assumes that all black men know all about that and they all only eat fried chicken and rice uh, we, but th- there seems to be a huge scene missing where he goes from throwing cups in the bin because two black men in his house have drunk out of them to suddenly being an expert on all things African-American. And it's very strange. No. So the film has uh, had certain issues coming into its release. The, f- uh, the family of Dr John Shirley have said this isn't what it was like. They weren't particularly good friends, uh, whereas the film portrays them as good friends. Uh, the director, Peter Farrelly, who, with his brother, made um, things like Dumb and Dumber and there's something about Mary, so this is a mm. real departure. But he has some issues with uh, the hashtag MeToo movement, um, <clears throat> some right. things that he did in his past which are questionable. <clears throat> so there's some issues around that. Uh, people are saying that it's treating the uh, black problem in the 60s America very f- frivolously right, and, okay. and trivially. Uh, pe- and people are saying basically this is just Driving Miss Daisy. <clears throat> You've no- you know what Driving Miss Daisy is. Yes. Do you? Yes, yes. <laughs> They're basically saying this is driving Miss Daisy with two men instead of a man and a woman. Right. And it kind of is. And it is a very simplistic film. Um, but actually, it's quite nice. Okay. Uh, here's a clip. So while they are actually on the, the road, to- because they're on the road for three months, Tony has to um, write to his wife because she's insisted she writes it, he writes her letters. And he can't write because he's not very erudite. He doesn't know what to say. So uh, Dr Shirley 
decides to help him. Tell me what you're trying to say. I don't know. Yeah, I miss her. Then say that. But do it in a manner that no one else has ever done it before. Something like, uh, put this down. Dear Dolores. Oh, tell no. D-E-A-R, Dolores. When I think of you, I'm reminded of the beautiful plains of Iowa. What plains? The plains. P-L-A-I-N-S, those big fields we saw. Oh, yeah, those were nice. Plains. Which what they call big fields around here. Tony, no expounding. A what? Just write what I say. How good. The distance between us is breaking my spirit. Between us. My time and experiences without you are meaningless to me. Falling in love with you was the easiest thing I've ever done. Mahersha Ali <laughs> and Vigo Mortensen in Green Book. So that's the setup. Okay. Uh, and I went in predisposed to dislike it immensely. Mm hmm. And I didn't. Oh. I really liked it. Okay. Uh, it is very simplistic, and it is aimed at. I don't. It's, it's aimed at the broadest possible mm. audience. If you say you got Black Klansman, which came out earlier last year, which is also nominated for best film, uh, that's kind of the more realistic side to the race problem in America. This is the cookie box, cookie cutter kind of, you know, okay. chocolate box version of it. Out of ten. You know, a good eight. A good eight. Wow. And, and wow. probably mainly because of the two performances. Mahershala Ali and Viggo Mortensen are brilliant. And they make you care about their characters. And you believe in their characters. And you believe in the, the relationship that forms between them. Even if maybe it wasn't the relationship no. that his family say. If you just look at it as a film, it's, it, then it, it works really well. It's a film, isn't it? You know, it's not going to be... Like, for example, Bohemian Rhapsody, 100% of the truth, is it? Was it, it? Does it go, this is a true story, this is exactly how it was at the beginning? It says this is based on a true story. It's based, though. There's based, a key word. Yeah. 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 But the, That's yeah. all I have to say <clears throat> on the subject. I know, and I don't, know, and I don't know enough to know if it, no, exactly. if it was. Whereas no. Bohemian Rhapsody, there are certain historical well, that facts is true. which are yeah. misrepresented. And I don't know if this is misrepresented. But even if it's not, it's, it's just taking that story... Yeah and making it into a, a good film. And it really is good, and I suggest you watch it. OK. Maybe I will I wasn't going. I wasn't... I didn't want to like it. I really didn't want to like it. But I loved it. Well, well done you. I'm very proud of you, Thank you very much. <laughs> when was it set? Uh, 1960s. We've mentioned that okay. quite a few times. Yeah. Oh, OK. <clears throat> 1960s, Sorry. that was set. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. What's next? Uh, can you ever forgive me? No, I can't. But let's right, let's have the next film. <laughs> so this is another Oscar-nominated film. Oh. <laughs> this is the story of Lee Israel, who was a an author uh, in the 1980s, uh, who's fallen on hard times. She's trying to get a biography of Fanny Bryce off the ground, but her publisher is telling her uh, that nobody wants um, a biography of Fanny Bryce. She, she wants a £10,000... Um, hello. Hello. I feel like this is probably going to be a silly question, yep. but... Question! Oh, OK. Tell me what you think about me. Who? Fanny Bryce, she was, I think she was a musical star of the oh, okay. 60s and 70s. But, uh, but the, the whole point, uh, her um, agent is saying, no one cares, no right. one wants a um, thing. She, so I've sort of, sort of dealt yeah, with the she's point. She's found out that Tom Clancy has got a £10,000 uh, $10, advance mm -hmm. and um, 
No, sorry, she's found out that Tom Clancy's got a million pa- million dollar advance for his new book. Uh, she says he's not a real writer. He just writes airport junk. I'm writing proper books. Get me $10,000. Her agent says, I couldn't even get you a $10 advance for oh. a biography of Fanny Bryce. So she's in her house one day. She's, she's living on her own with a cat. There is cat excrement under the bed. Nice. The place is a, an absolute tip. Uh, she, she sees she's got a letter from a famous author that was sent to her. And she thinks she's going to she's gonna have to sell it to make some money just so that she can live. Because yeah. she can't afford... Her cat's very sick. She can't afford the vet's bills for the cat. So she takes this letter to a, a bookshop that also s- buys memorabilia. And she gets money for it. Uh, and the, the person who buys it off her says, I could get more for it from you, for you if it was a more intimate letter. Mm. If it said more intimate things. So she comes up with the idea of... Um, forging letters from famous literary characters uh-huh. and embellishing on them and selling them to um, dealers. So people like Noel Coward, Marlena Dietrich. And that's what she does. And uh, she gets involved with um, um, Richard E. Grant's character, who was an American in real life, but he plays him as an Englishman. Um, and they sell letters to um, collectors yeah. for a lot of money. And this and was on Graham Norton a couple of weeks ago, yes, wasn't it? Yes, was Richard E. Grant yeah. on Graham Norton. Uh, and it's a fascinating story. I mean, it's not action-packed, it's very talky, but it's a fascinating story. Two brilliant performances. Richard E. Grant and Melissa McCarthy is fantastic in the lead role. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I will, I'm obviously. Sure you will, you will. Um, but Richard E. Grant's character, mm. who he's playing, mm. is a drug addict? Uh, an alcoholic. A- an alcoholic. A gay alcoholic. And he an looks worse than, talking about be- Beautiful Boy from... A couple of weeks ago, he looks worse than... Oh, yeah, that's how it should look. No, uh, at the start when she meets him, he doesn't look too bad, but no. by, by the end when he is uh, suffering from HIV, yes, that's what, you know, he looks... Rough. Rough. And even when she meets him at the, at the start, he's a drug addict and an alcoholic. So he looks he looks what you'd expect yeah. a drug addict or an alcoholic to look like. He looks, you know... Not like Beautiful Boy. Pr- yes, not, he doesn't look like a beautiful boy. Uh, but it's fantastic. It's a, it's a fascinating story, and it's a true story. It actually happened. There's a lovely Nora Ephron gag in it. I don't know if you know who Nora Ephron is. <laughs> She's a writer and director. She wrote uh, When Harry Met Sally and oh. Sleepless in Seattle and lots of rom-coms, and uh, Lee Israel had the same agent. And she used to ring up her agent pretending to be Nora Ephron just to get through to her because she knew she wouldn't answer her. Uh, at the end, when it comes up with who, who did what and when people died, it said Nora Ephron, who's dead now, <coughs> actually got a restraining order against her to stop her ringing her agent pretending to be her. So Wow. Uh, but it's, fa- it's, it's a fascinating story. It's brilliantly acted. Uh, the performance is fantastic. Out of ten? Nine. Wow. Wow. So better than Green Book. Ooh. Wow. I know. Yes. I, oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Blimey. So they're both really, really good. And uh, there's no action in either of them. If you're looking for action, car chases, uh, you know, gunplay, and like that, nothing like that. They're just both really well written, yeah. really well acted, and really good true stories. Good. There yeah. you go. Happy with that? I'm happy with that. That's Duncan Happy with two films. Um, should we talk about another film? Roma. Let's talk about Roma. This is the biggest Oscar nominee. I mm. think it's got ten nominations for everything, wow. including actor, actress, supporting actor, cinematography, editing, uh, best film and best director. Mm. And um, Alfonso Caron, who directed it, has just won another best uh, film award at a film festival. So he is the... This is the favourite to take all the big awards yeah. uh, come Oscar night and come BAFTA night to be honest. So it's a story of a year in the life of a middle class family in Mexico uh, in the early 1970s centering on the maid and her family 
and it's based on Alfonso Caron's own life. Wow. It's basically his family. He's one of the, he's supposed to be one of the children represented in this film. Uh, it's black and white. It's two hours and 20 minutes long. And you know what? From the beginning, you know, mm-hmm. they've got the, the water where she's washing the, the floor and it moves on and the, the family come. It's an absolutely mm. dull film. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how much I watched? Ten minutes. Oh, no, come on. You've got to give it more than... Do you know why? Why? My other half fell asleep. That's how good it was. And I just went... We were both there going, so it's going to happen any minute now. Any minute now. No, I can't give it Well, okay, okay. Firstly... Yes. Even if you didn't know what we thought of it... Yeah. I don't think for a two-hour, 15-minute film, you can stop after ten minutes knowing exactly what it's like. Because for all you knew, after ten minutes, a war could have broken out and everyone could have got killed. I skipped along halfway through and they were still talking around a dinner table. Let's talk about... Mason. Mason had his hand up. Let's talk about... Talk to someone who's actually seen it. The house was very nice, the house that they were staying in. Um, (laughs) If only this was a home home economic show. (laughs) It was a very disturbing scene in it, which I couldn't watch. There was a man, like, practising martial arts and he was... Oh yeah, there's, oh, there's a lot of full frontal nudity in this. They're not shy. Oh, I These Mexicans, that. not shy at all. And the kids were very disobedient. I found well, because I um, think they weren't meant to be somewhere. They were meant to stay inside. And a woman said, "Oh, you're not meant to be up here in Spanish, of course." Of course. And well, in fact, three different languages. I think. Because it says at the start, because some of the subtitles come up just as normal subtitles, some of the subtitles come up as in brackets, which means that's a different language they were speaking. So, and it does say at the start, it does explain the the languages and how you know which is which. Why, I don't know. Um, Toby? Yes. What did you think of it? How much did you watch, Toby? Roma. Well, (laughs) (laughs) I started to watch it. And I'm so happy Luke went first because I watched 20 minutes of it <laughs> and then turned it off. In your face, Mr. Um, Strait. Okay, I mean, to be off the bat, it's. Um, I got bored slow. of the titles. It is, it's quite slow. Also, this is a very weird reference. Did you ever play Call of Duty? Meh. Okay. But go on, I might oh, get your reference. No, it's just, do you know what a sentry gun is? Yes. Right, you know how they literally just do that? Yes. That's uh, why I felt like the camera did the all cam- the time. Do you know what I said? In the corner, yeah, we'll just put that in the time. corner and we'll I just said, do it. I said I felt like I was watching Big Brother, okay. especially with the beginning when she's, like, killing stuff. Like, but I, I felt guilty, because... Firstly, can I just say I'm disappointed both of you? No. Yes, because... It's a dumb... You're on, you're on a film show, reviewing a film, You've, you have to watch the majority of the film. I skipped through. Yeah, I skipped through as well. That doesn't count, does it? Okay, well, I watched it all, apart from the bit where I obviously fell asleep and I was like, <laughs> in and woke me up. Are but you kidding me? That, that was only for a couple of minutes. No, hang on. Stop, hang on. Duncan, yeah. for somebody that's the head yes. of a movie show, you ah. cannot fall asleep. Oh, dear. Anyway, so, but it was only for a few minutes. But I, let, me, <laughs> 20 let, me just, hours. let me just tell you my thoughts, okay? okay. I think it was beautifully made there are scenes in this that there was a certain scene in um a furniture store where they're going to buy a crib uh when why are you laughing it sounds so rubbish there's a scene when they're burning a a crib no not burning buying sorry not burning there's a scene in a furniture store where they're going to buy a crib for the maid who knows she's pregnant and outside a riot's taking place and people are being killed. Right. Now, the, the camera does what it does. It starts in the furniture store, it pans round slowly, it goes past the windows and then to the other side of the shop. So you only see outside from the shop for 15 seconds. There were hundreds of extras having a, a running street battle outside mm. and the, the work that must have gone into that must have been incredible. And there's, there's the scenes on the beach near the end were just stunning. I mean, it was like... It, it is a work of art. I think it is absolutely stunning. 
Unfortunately, it's as dull as dishwater. <laughs> and yes, you could have freeze framed any scene and put the picture on the wall. Yeah, it was. You can't say that. You only watched ten okay. minutes. In the first ten minutes, there was nothing that I've gone. You know what? Put that in the living room. No, even in the first ten minutes, I think visually, I think it was stunning. But it was like watching. It was like it was as though Alfonso Cuarón had sat you down and said, "I'm going to show you my photo album from when I was a kid." And it was just, and I kept thinking something's going to happen. This is going to go on for two and hours then you and fifteen asleep. minutes. Something's, something is something's definitely going to happen. happen. <coughs> no, Mason. <laughs> going back to the um, gun bit where mm. everyone was getting killed. That's when it started picking up for me. Didn't last long though, did it? Yeah, and then <laughs> a girl was drowning in the ocean, and then I thought, oh, something's going to happen here, but no, she ends up did. being saved yeah, at the end. nothing did. Uh, so I think, as a work of art, I think it's fantastic. Why it's up for... Why, why it's won Best Film at so many film festivals and award ceremonies, beggars believe. Is this a cinema release, by any chance? Uh, it was released no, at the cinema, really? yes, but only... Um, in one, because everyone fell asleep. <laughs> uh, no, because... It did really well when it was. It was a Netflix film, yeah. so they had to release it in cinemas. Otherwise, it can't be considered for awards. Right, so course, they have yeah. to release it in cinemas, and it was released uh, in big screens in seventy mil, and apparently it looks fantastic. But honestly, no. but no, do you know what my other problem was? It with it is the black and white looked terrible. It just looked like that. It didn't. It just looked. Maybe that's your TV because the black and white on my TV looked stunning. Possibly, it yeah. just looked like someone had just added it in what, after and just what sort of. Are you watching it on a TV? I was watching... No, I, I have witnessed. Okay, right, it was on good. a TV. I was wearing my glasses. <laughs> good. <laughs> it, just, it just looked like I could go and film the corridor in Wickham Sound Studio with Toby holding uh, a broomstick no, and I, shove some black and white over I the top would, of it. I have to disagree. I think... I think well, you're wrong. <laughs> Who's done three years of film and TV? Yeah. And where did that get you? <laughs> uh, I, think it looked I think it looked visually oh. stunning. I just think that somewhere... So at some point in two hours and fifteen minutes, a story <laughs> could have developed I, somehow. I feel bad, but it it was dull. It was all bad. No, I'm so happy that you got because when yeah. I drove here this evening, I was thinking, God, they're gonna hate me because I've turned it off no. and they're gonna love it. And then as soon as you said that, I was like, I do hate you for oh. not for turning it off. Yes, because you should have been, you know, stuck with it. No, well, do you know what would happen? I was <coughs> my other half fell asleep. I felt myself falling asleep. So it was either I'd got stopped it at ten minutes. And put the news on, which was more exciting, or I would have fallen asleep like you did. Only for five minutes. That's because you're either half woken up. If he had yes. woken you up, would you have stayed asleep? No, no, not Ye a, I don't, Yes, no, no. yes, you would. Have. So how did you wake up? Someone shouted my name. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if, if Clinton hadn't said, Duncan, wake up, would you have woken no, up? No, because I w on the couch I don't fall asleep for that long because I'm sitting up and my head <laughs> goes like that. So, no. Anyway, I'm disappointed. You should have watched it all because this is the show we're supposed to be uh. doing. It's like That's like listening to a new... Mu if I said the new single, what do you think of it? I only listened to the first five seconds. Now, that would be the equivalent. But I do that sometimes because it needs to catch me. If it's going to be... Like, for example, if it's going to be an award-winning film... Yes. It needs to be like... Well, this what? is an award-winning film. Why? <laughs> I don't know. What do we know? Dear Obviously, Oscars. Nothing. Dear Oscars. Well, it hasn't won Oscars yet. Okay, no, that's true. If it does... And, you know, it might not because it's Netflix. Mm, yeah, that's and true. And there's a certain snobbery over Netflix, so the, the Oscar voters may you not know vote what? for it. Good. <laughs> I hope it doesn't win. Okay. It doesn't <coughs> deserve... Should we so, talk about Oscars now God, that we've well, completely um, <laughs> ruined Roma for everybody? <laughs> oh, I have an extra, extra there is, Oscar. There is so much Brilliant, better you. things to be watching on Netflix. No, there is. There is. 
We'll do this very quickly. We've got ten minutes. I know, but we've got lots to get through and another song to play. Oh, it's fine. It's all very exciting. Uh, Best picture. So uh, this is very unusual. I've seen them all. Usually there's a few that haven't mm. been out. And I, so, uh, Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favourite, Green Book, Roman, no. Star is Born and Vice. Uh, so the only two that I would disagree with in there would be... Well, three, sorry. Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody and uh, Roma. But I actually know Green Book. I can't understand why it's um, a best... The acting things, I get. But it's good that Black Panther is <coughs> in there, I it's think. It's kind of tokenism. Yeah, but, you know, it's also... is it the How many other Marvel films have been up for Best Picture? None. None. But is Black Panther in there because they were going to do... What was it? The Favourite Film Choice Award? No, because they're not doing that. They're not doing that. This so is, is that why they put it in Best Picture? tokenism. No, OK. Yeah. Uh, best Director, you've got Alfonso Cuaron for Roma, Adam McKay for Vice, Yorgos Lanthimos for The Favourite, Spike Lee for Black Handsman, and Pavel Pavlovsky for Cold War. Unbelievably, Spike Lee's first um, Best Director nomination. Oh, really? Yeah. I see the director for Roma's not in there. Yes, he is. Is he? On the first page, yes. Alfonso Cuarón. Oh, yeah. And he, I, I personally think mm. he will get Best Director and something else will get Best Film. I think <sighs> they'll split that. Yeah, I don't think the same thing will get. No, I don't think I, so. You know what? Not this year. Because we think it's so dull, it probably will. You see, this is the thing. It's the kind of film that was made for film critics it's and... Um, f- um, what was that silent film festival audiences? It wasn't made for your, uh, you know your average man in no. the street. What was that silent film with the dog that did really well in the Oscars? Um, the artist. The artist. Yes. Yes. And again, you know that yes. wasn't for everybody, was it? Because the funny thing is, when Bird Box, which we talked about the other week, came mm-hmm. out on Netflix, because you know Netflix don't talk about viewing figures because they don't want people no. to know about viewing figures. But when Bird Box came out after a week, they were very quick to put out a press release to say Bird Box is our most watched film ever. Roughly 45 million people have watched this film in the first week. And it's quite telling that they've not mentioned anything about Roma. No. And yet, it's the most accessible of all the Oscar films. That's true. More people could actually... Because you can watch this in your home. None of the others you can. Mm. Um, Best actor in the Oscars, Rami Malek, Christian Bale, Viggo Mortensen, Bradley Cooper and Willem Dafoe. We know Bradley won't win it. Because everyone seems to not like him at the minute. Everyone seems to think it's going to be Rami Malek, which I think would be... A, but actually, I don't care. Because why, is it, why does everyone hate Bradley Cooper? I Bec- don't know. I've, well, you, we mentioned it a couple of weeks ago when he went, didn't win any Golden Gold. Golden Gold? Oh, oh, Golden, Golden, Golden Gold. I thought there was a reason. No, no, it's it. just because, you know, I think people... As you said, Duncan, it was you that said it. Uh, you know, everyone just thinks that he, he's had his time. Mm. His time is done. Yeah. The strange thing is, uh, Viggo Mortensen is nominated for Best Actor for Green Book, and Mahashira Ali is Best Supporting Actor, despite them having equal screen time. Because oh. it's a two-hander. So one isn't supporting the other. Oh, that's they very are, true. They, they are, are equal. Yeah. And if anything, Mahashira Ali is, is the more prominent part. So it's very strange. Maybe it's... Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, best Actress, I think, I think Glenn Close is going to steal that from Lady Gaga and Olivia Colman. Although I would like to see Melissa McCarthy get it. Do you know what? I'd like Olivia to see it. Okay, to see it. To, to be oh, it. Sure she will see it. <laughs> she just might not win it. I just think, you know what, Duncan, along with her and David Tennant and um, Julie Walters, mm-hmm. she's brilliant. Excellent, okay. Uh, supporting actor, then you've got Mahershala Ali, who seems to be a shoe in to win it. Uh, Richard E. Grant, Sam Elliott, Adam Driver, and Sam Rockwell. It would be fantastic if Richard E. Grant could win it. Uh, if you don't follow him on yeah, Twitter, he's very funny. follow Richard E. Grant on Twitter because he hit, you just turned your nose up. No, I'm not. Oh, okay. It was a good uh, time. No, no, he's no, hilarious. Okay. He is hilarious on <laughs> okay. Twitter. Turn into Danny DeVita. Okay. <laughs> and okay. supporting actress Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz for The Favourite, Amy Adams for Weisz, Regina King for If Beale Street Could Talk, and Marina de Tavira for Roma. 
Uh, I think it will be uh, Regina King. Do you? Feel she can talk. It would have been Stone or Vice, I think, but the fact that they're both in it from the same film, uh, one will cancel out the other. They'll get half the votes each. So. It's basically, just looking through the list, it's just the same films repeated, isn't it, basically? That's what it always yeah. is. Yeah, it's just amazing. that. Ro- I mean, Roma is in there for virtually everything. The fact that it got um, acting nominations is incredible for a foreign film to get acting nominations. Because that never happens. It's not an animated feature, though. And it's got best original screenplay. I mean, nothing happens. No. I could have written it. Did you? I, no, but I could have done uh, that's Wickham it. Next one. week, we will be talking Lego Movie 2. You're excited? Yes. I haven't seen the first one, so yeah, I'm very what, excited. You w- shut the front door. I will. worried about what you're you going to say then. You are having a laugh. How I'm have not. have not seen that Or film? I haven't seen it, all right? How can you not have seen the Lego movie? Well, it's what, so what happened good. was it came out, did, and, it, then, it, yeah. and then I didn't go to the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> now, I do have a problem with the Lego movie, do you? and that's how it smashes the fourth wall at the end. And apparently that is part of this film. Oh, I might not like it then, because that was my real problem with it. it just well, I'll tell you what, why don't you just watch the first five minutes and then walk out of the cinema? <laughs> or, or <laughs> I could just fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we'll talk about that next week, and also on Netflix, uh, Velvet Buzzsaw. And we have special guests next week? And we have special guests. We'll be talking about the uh, Banff Film Festival, mm-hmm. which is on at Cineworld uh, sometime in February. And we'll also be talking to the guys from the Oakley oh. Court Film and Memorabilia Fair. You still can't get that right. Sure, because they're going to be here again because they're doing another event. Not in the same place, I don't think. Oh, no. So, that means you're going to have to they, yeah, try and edit to, you saying that yeah, again thousands of times. Uh, so they'll be there. So that's all on next week's show. Nice. Very exciting. I would have seen a film. And you would have seen the film. It's, it's just... Sorry, might have seen a couple. You, well, you might have seen ten minutes of a film. <laughs> which might have fallen asleep and one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you very much for listening. I won't be back on Sunday Aww. because I'm away, but I will be back on Monday. Uh, see you next week, Toby. See you next week. Bye, Luke. Goodbye. Goodbye, Mason. Ciao. Um, coming up after us it is Paul Waters, and we've got a whole minute to go. <laughs> <laughs> You've done this. So I was well, looking at the wrong clock. Uh, what clock were you looking at? There was a minute in front. There is no. Here. Everything's in time. I know. I don't know. This I is the perfect bit where we could do a nice ending for the podcast. Yes. How are we going to do that? I don't know. Come on, let's do something. Okay, ready? Okay. Okay. okay, go. You've been listening to the Monday Movies Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. There'll be more of this next week. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you're not already. Head to the Wickham Sound website, wickhamsound.org.uk. That Every absolute week. seven. <laughs> or watch it live. Watch it live. Watch it live. Listen live. Listen live. That was perfect. Well Thank done. you. We'll do that every Listen week. Listen live. Movies. Thank you very much for <laughs> listening. You've been listening to a podcast from Wickham Sound. To find out more, head to wickhamsound.org.uk.